And welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. What were you saying about us not having started the show yet, Jeff? I was uh, trying I to ask further questions about this uh, escape room job that Jeff has now. Oh yeah, well okay, we yeah, can. Jeff just started <laughs> working at an escape room for to catch the audience up. Uh -huh. so, I lock people in a room and kill them. Are there oh, any sorry. <laughs> Did I say escape room? I said that I took over uh, from Jigsaw from the Saw movies. I'm the new well, Jigsaw. It helps, them, it helps them escape this mortal coil. Also, has there been a horror movie called Escape Room yet? Follow up, why hasn't there been a, an escape, a horror movie called Escape Room yeah, yet? Yeah, I'm sure someone's I did cranking go it out right now. I did attend a uh, uh, themed, a horror themed escape room to uh, escape mm. room to mm -hmm. promote the movie Jigsaw when I was at New York City Comic Con. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that yeah, is cool. It, I it took to maybe say... ten minutes, and you had to find like three keys, and then you were done. <laughs> well, they had to move you through quick because uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Comic Con in general is just a, a cattle farm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I'm gonna guess, Jeff. There's no actual horror elements in the one that you're doing now. It, no, uh, for no. most people that call and ask, is it spooky, uh, are relieved that it's not spooky, but there yeah. are occasionally people who are like, oh man, I wanted a spooky one. Could you, <laughs> would you be fired if you answered it could be? <laughs> uh, and then I, you're like, if they come in and say, uh, is it spooky? And then you say, it could be, and then you turn around and put some fake vampire fangs in and then turn back and then be like, are you ready? <laughs> I just throw a sheet over my head like ooh, now it'll be spooky you won't be able to see me while you're playing but you know that i'm dressed as a ghost because what i'm really getting at is this i guess it's not uh a, a potential but it would give you the opportunity to do that thing that we love which is the ride operator saying mm -hmm. oh no it seems like things are going wrong this time i, I don't understand hold on let me just check like oh yeah. i love that so oh, much fuck that would be the greatest <laughs> concept for an escape room of all time you go into the escape room and then mm -hmm. they're like okay here's the thing and they walk you through it and then they lead you into the room but then when you get out of the room, there's no one in the lobby and the front door is locked and the escape room is still going? Uh, I was thinking that Fuck, you were going that would to- be so good! I thought you were going to suggest an escape room where you get in the room and they lock the door and then it turns out it's a roller yeah. coaster. Uh, <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say you get in the room and lock the door and then the person's like, oh, wait, uh, the door wasn't supposed to lock yet. Hold on, let me just check. And then, like, you see them through a window getting murdered or something and then the killer's like, you better fix out this puzzle okay so we've come up with so many million dollar ideas in the last 30 seconds uh -huh. first of all louisa yes if you take that idea and you make it a themed after five nights at freddy's mm -hmm. escape room yes God, perfect you'd be you would a billionaire every team. Yep. yeah you would make so much goddamn money it's upsetting to me i'm good i need to sorry to go i need to go google the phrase five nights at freddy's escape room <laughs> That has to exist, right? Why is that yeah. so good? It's such a perfect marriage. But you know what? Make more money than it. Walmart. We'll just get angry because whoever's doing it is going to be doing a very bad job. <laughs> and we will just get upset. 
But the flip side of this is, if you wanted to go for the artsy, sort of more intellectual crowd, I really think that there's something to my uh, augmented reality that the once you get out of the escape room, the escape room is still happening and you have to figure it out on your own thing. Yeah, that's pretty good. Especially if it's really way too easy. Yes. If you, you have can... a thing and it's like, your time limit is two hours, and then they solve it in 20 minutes and they get out and they're like, well, this is boring. And then they're like, where is everyone? And they go to the front door and it's <laughs> locked and it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I like it yeah, very like, much. Yeah, uh, like, that's, there's a... As as you know, I'm a world famous expert on the the fiction genre creepy pasta, and there's a creepy pasta called No End House that is pretty much that. It's like a walk through horror attraction called No End House, and then you get to the exit, and when you exit, spooky things keep happening, and you realize you're still in the ride somehow. <laughs> and they've created a perfect reproduction of your car for your drive home, but it's actually yeah. still the haunted house. They adapted this uh, into a TV show that I haven't watched. Mm. Oh, cool. Wait, I'm is here. this the one that was on the episode of Creepypasta that I was on, or is this a different one with almost the same plot? Uh, I think you might have been on. You know, yeah. I can Google and find out if you were on it, because <laughs> I can't remember what happened on my own podcasts, because <laughs> I have too many. It sounds similar to Sleep No More. Is it like Sleep No More? Mm. Um, is it? What? I don't know no anything end? about Sleep No More. That's no End House or The Escape Room? Uh, I guess either, but I was thinking of No End House just because it's a thing where, like, the story happens everywhere on the property, and... Oh, right. No, it's, it's not like that because it's supernatural. It's not like a actual, like, you get out of it and then, like, your life is just haunted by this ride for the rest of it. Yes, Louisa, you were on this episode with Judd. Yeah, it was very <laughs> weird. It was like describing a dream, this story. Like, it had no point. <laughs> so. God, it came out almost two years ago. Oh, that's crazy. Ugh, June 9th, Wait, 2016. Wait, is this a real thing, or is this just a story? It's a creepypasta, it's not a real oh, thing. Oh, yeah. god damn it. I said it, I I said to... it was supernatural. Yeah, I know, but I, know, but I thought, <laughs> okay, yes, I hear what you're saying, but I hope, I hope that it was just a very clever, like, pretend supernatural thing. Mm. Damn. Uh, that bad... would be so good, though. Yeah. Oh, bad, or like... bad news, guys. It doesn't look like there's any Five Nights at Freddy's themed escape rooms. Ooh. Okay, seriously, let's all email Scott Coffin right now yeah. and be like, Doesn't hey. he, like, talk to normies? We can harass him, yeah. right? <laughs> we could be like, do you want to be the richest human being in history? Sure, we all <laughs> he do. He already is. Don't answer yet. <laughs> <laughs> he, s he sells a game that is, like, the most popular game with teenagers, and there's seven of them. Yes, and he makes, like, four a year, which is insane. He makes those games so fucking fast, I don't understand. There's nothing to them. <laughs> well, it's I all still images. <laughs> yeah, but, like, you've tried to write mysteries before, we all have, and you know how hard it is to do the thing where, like, you put in enough clues that people know that there's a mystery, but they don't solve it right away, mm. and he's kept that, like, tantra of, you know, not <laughs> letting us finish his mystery. Yeah, he's the real sting for... of horror. Yeah, he's kept it going for seven games. I uh, think that uh, he didn't start thinking about any of what any of the clues meant until, like, the third game. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I think that he there. just put in clues in there that were meaningless until, uh, and then, like, he looked at what people were saying they could mean and was like, oh, that sounds good, and 
that well, I guess it means that. <laughs> sort yeah. of like the approach to game running. Yeah, the Matt Heron method of writing a game. <laughs> yeah, oh, I am almost dolls, certain. Huh? All right, yeah, that's good. <laughs> based on how based on how many fan theories in Five Nights at Freddy's turn out to be correct. Can we incorporate this into our escape room and have it be a thing where we are listening to the people trying to solve <laughs> yeah. it and put new mysteries in when they try to guess what the mystery is? Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's a it's a very fun job that is halfway between running um D and D and um being uh like louisa said the the ride operator who tells you oh no something has gone wrong right before the tower of terror drops <laughs> this oh, could be a so good, good career for you jeff i feel like this is like this is yeah. right up your alley yep. yeah i mean career is a strong word because i don't know that there's anywhere you can go to no well, problem. if you get get at writing them, I bet there's I bet you there's people out there with money who want to run one but don't have any ideas. I bet you those people exist. A lot of business people have no creativity. <laughs> yeah, there's people. The people uh, running the one I work at. One is they're both game designers, but one is much more the like main designer, I think, and the other is more like into building the mechanics that make the the <laughs> objects work. There's cool. also like that the mystery box companies that will send you basically Ooh, escape yeah. room mysteries to your house. And I that's... really want that Adventure Zone one. I might actually yeah, get it. I was thinking about getting it as well. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it seems like it would be a pretty like low startup cost uh, endeavor if you wanted to go that route. Mm -hmm. yeah. You don't have to mm -hmm. rent office space or anything like you do with a real <laughs> escape room. Yeah. Uh, Louisa, what did you do online this week? Uh, I've been playing Dragon Quest Builders again, and oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> our seventh shot, episode about Dragon Quest Builders. <laughs> uh, but I beat the game, so I've been playing the sandbox version, and I kind of wish it was just like you get as much of everything as you want, and you can just build whatever you want. Because the yeah. way it is, is you still have to go and collect the things in the different worlds, like like through the rest of the game. So that's a little frustrating because I'm always running but out of stones. It's easy now, though, because you can be friends with that tiger that makes jumping around smoother. That is very good, except for half the time, I forget to press the A button to jump with the tiger, and I press the X button and jump off the tiger, and then <laughs> crash to the ground and die. <laughs> that happens Delightful. to me constantly. <laughs> I like when you jump on enemies' heads when you have the tiger, you get that special pixel item. Yep. That is very That's good. Fun. Now, I have not played the sandbox version yet. Um, are there still, like, ruins and stuff? Because when I ran out of stones in the main game, I just went to one of the castle ruins and broke all of it all the way down to the ground, <laughs> and then I had infinite stone. Yeah, I, I think there's, there's some, some stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, there's, like, different regions you can go to that have all of the, th like... One region will have all of the stuff that's available in uh, the first chapter, and another mm -hmm. region has all of the stuff you can get in the second chapter, etc., etc. Yeah, there's a couple little puzzles to get extra treasure chests and things. Uh, well, okay, so did you have anything you wanted to say about it, or just that you're playing it still? <laughs> I thought you were still talking. Nope. <laughs> I can't tell today. I'm getting a lot of cutouts. It might yeah. be me. But yep. I'm enjoying it very much, and uh, it, I just wish I could have unlimited things. Remember that cheat you could do for like SimCity and The Sims, and just yeah. have infinite money and not worry. I want that. 
Have you shared any of your creations online using the online features? Not yet. I want to build one up pretty good before I share it. I've only got like half a building so far. Can okay. First of all, you should like recreate Hyrule or something, and then you'd be instantly famous on the internet forever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Secondly, um, oh no, what was I going to say? God damn it! (laughs) That was your mistake. Giving yourself numbers. (laughs) Oh fuck! And you had you said something that I had a really good thing to respond to, and now it's completely the Sims. Sims. Yes, Sims. Yes, I was going to say the Sims. Like, why do they even bother to make that a cheat? Because yeah. no one plays the game without getting <laughs> infinite money. What would be the fucking point? You always play through one person's life normal, like you're supposed to, and then nope. you're like, no, I don't. fuck this, and then I you just, just build houses one, yeah. forever. <laughs> yeah, I just go straight to that, because here's the thing, uh, Maxis, or whoever makes SimCity now, I guess EA, uh, or The Sims, I should say, um, if I wanted to play a game where I had to work really hard for a really long time to save up the money to get something that wasn't as good as the thing I really want, I would just live my fucking life. I do that. That's just me in life. That's yeah. all I do all day, every day. I fucking fi- wish fulfillment with your goddamn stupid life simulator game, you assholes. I like both ways to play. I <laughs> like wrong. to play for a while doing the normal way until my person like lights themselves on fire and dies, and then I'll and then I'll go and be like, let's play around for an hour or two with infinite money mode. Yeah, I do like to make a giant house and then put a bunch of roommates who have totally different personalities in there, like the real world, and just watch them fight. Uh, damn it, I was gonna make a joke that it was <laughs> where all of the roommates uh, start being getting real or whatever the <laughs> phrase is from the show. Yeah, you I like it. To, I like to do the infinite money thing and then have one guy that I build up to be expert at everything. And mm-hmm. then I just start adding new people into his life that he can be superior to. <laughs> Sounds uh, abnormal and unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess this is probably showing some uh, <laughs> psychological defect in myself that I maybe shouldn't share with the audience of our podcast. But, They've been watching yeah. you through your internet connection and you're on a watch list now. <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe. All, all tens of them, all tens of our <laughs> listeners will be very mad at you for your opinions. <laughs> yep. Listen, it's fun. I like I said, I don't get to be superior to anyone in my real life, so I have to do it on in The Sims. Yeah, Matt, what did you do online? Well, keeping up the the themes so far of games and mysteries and per- interpersonal uh, domination and interpersonal <laughs> domination. Yes, that does apply. Um, I uh, as joined you guys know, fat life. <laughs> oh no, no, I did not. I. Uh, no, I was, um, <clears throat> I went on a business trip this past week to Canada, and I was on six flights over the past week, which is a lot of flights to be on, so, uh, I got a new game for myself to play on my PlayStation Vita, and I got oh. Danganronpa. Oh, no. And it is great. Danganronpa is so good, and it makes me sad because Louisa... You would love it, except that you hate anime so much. Yeah. But otherwise, it's a very good game. I know about it. Like, it's mm-hmm. uh, kids, uh, high school kids in, like, a murder murder mansion, right? Uh, yeah, it's, you, there's uh, 15 kids who are the best at different things. Like, there's one person who's the best uh, computer programmer, or the best writer, or whatever. The best kisser. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you, you all are in a high school together, and then, uh, some kind of Jigsaw-esque serial killer seals the school, uh, and 
doesn't let let anyone escape until somebody murders somebody else and gets away with it. And if somebody murders somebody else and doesn't get caught, then they get to go and everyone else dies. <laughs> so the yeah. game is you are the only dumb ass who doesn't try to murder anyone and just tries to catch other people <laughs> murdering, which is not a successful strategy to this game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it made by the people who did Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors? Because it seems similar in it's theme. It's not. It's, it's, a, it's not, a different company, but it is like this, the Zero Escape trilogy is is like adjacent to it. Mm, all right. Yes, but it does have slightly more gameplay elements, which is why I like it more. Because I like the, the non-knowledge, what is it? The nonary trilogy. Nonary, yeah, the yeah. nonary mm. games. I liked the nonary games, but they were a little bit too visual novel-y for my taste. Yeah, you didn't yeah. play a lot. You had to right. watch things happen a lot. <laughs> They've this, been they've literally is, been adapt like they've been adapted for the iPhone and all of the like looking around parts were removed and replaced with cutscenes and you only do the decision making. <laughs> <laughs> um the only this this game is sort of halfway between the Nonary trilogy and Phoenix Wright. Mm-hmm. Um so there's like parts where everyone tells their version of what happened during the murder and then when you have evidence that proves that somebody's story is wrong you can load it into your gun and shoot it at their story and explode their story. <laughs> is it as frustrating as uh, the Phoenix Wright games, which I find to be so incomprehensible? I <laughs> really cannot enjoy them. Uh, I don't know. I haven't played the Phoenix Wright games, but I find this game to be quite good, and it, it's got right. enough stuff going on. What I really like about it is the fact that I was worried when I was playing through the first murder that, like, oh, okay, this is going to be a thing where I've figured out all the clues now, and now I know what happened, but I have to listen to people explain it for a very long time anyway. <laughs> um, but no, like, once I had all the clues and I put them together, I still had to figure out the story, and I couldn't figure it out on my own. Like, it was good. It was a good enough mystery that I didn't figure it out until I had played through the whole story. Well, so he gave you all the clues, but you still couldn't save her? <laughs> yes. This well, game is an adaptation of the snowman, right? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um although I think it came out before the snowman, so yes. maybe <laughs> that's uh, a fact. the other way around. <laughs> uh anyway, it's a pretty good game and Louisa, you are robbing yourself by not liking anime because you would like <laughs> this game especially. I think that's f- fair though because these also have an aspect of being horny anime in addition to being cool mm. mysteries, right? Mm, uh... The fact that you didn't say no means yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I mean, maybe later, I haven't finished the game, obviously. Most of it is, right now, the, like, horniness is one character who everyone hates. (laughs) So, it makes me think that they are kind of anti-horny, but there is a lot of, like, implied romance stuff. Although, uh, minor spoilers for the beginning of Danganronpa, um... Uh, I there's a girl who's like clearly the romantic target, and uh, I spent a lot of time at the beginning of the game building up my relationship with her, and then she's the first one that gets murdered. <laughs> I was really annoyed. Mm, good job. You <laughs> shouldn't have game... played. You shouldn't have played this murder teddy bear game. <laughs> does this does the game play out the same way every time? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it the the mysteries are too intricate to be mm. like randomly generated. Okay. Yeah, I I I'm interested in that type of game generally, but it's 
very hard for me to be in the right mood to interact with one. Like, I finally forced myself to play uh, two sort of... Uh, they were they're very much just click through to watch the story visual novels. I played Sibeli and We Know the Devil both recently, uh, which mm. are maybe an hour long each. Uh, and I have had them for years and just have not <laughs> played them. And they're very short. And I knew they were very short. So I don't know if I'll be able to get into your Dankan Roompas or whatever. I mean, I will say I... I played a bunch of visual novels when I was younger, and then I got over it, and I thought that there was a decent chance that I would bounce off of Danganronpa, and I still might. I mean, I probably won't finish it, because I never finish games, but um, but the fact that there are these little teeny gameplay elements are, are refreshing enough that I'm enjoying it right now. Well, that's good. Do you have any visual novels that you played in your youth that you remember that stuck with you? Um, hmm, that's a great question. I'm trying to think if You're trying to are... think of any that aren't hentai games. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely remember playing one that I didn't know was a hentai game until, <laughs> like, the very end, and then I was like, oh no! <laughs> and I had to quit out of it. Yeah. Uh, I played I, uh... a text adventure from one of those, you remember those Mac packs you would get a ton of CDs for, like, $10? And they would all yes. just have really simple games on them? Yeah. And it was about, it was similar to the plot of uh, Monkey Island, in that you're the daughter of the governor who's been kidnapped by pirates. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's the plot. Uh, pirates are involved. You are you against pirates. Now, before we get any texts, yes, we know that the girl that gets captured in Monkey Island is the governor, yeah, not yeah. the daughter of the governor. That's why I said similar. <laughs> not the same. But, uh, and I'm not even 100% sure that's what happens, but that's the general idea. So, you're working with and against pirates in this text adventure. And, uh, yeah, it's like PG romance. It's a very strange thing. I must hmm. have talked about this game before. I've what is it called again? It. Yeah, what was it called? <laughs> How uh, would I possibly remember? <laughs> okay. Good point, yeah. Uh, <laughs> was it called Pirate Adventure? <laughs> There's a chance it could be. I don't know. My I point was, we just googled pirate text adventure, <laughs> and this is the first result. My point I... was, it's one that sticks with you for just certain scenes, like things that were written really well. Louisa, do you I remember find that those... more than whole games being remembered? You... Yes. Do you remember those games we played through when we were kids that were? Um sort of a text adventure, but with still images, mm -hmm. uh, and there was, like, a secret word that you had to type in whenever a rocket ship appeared on the screen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you remember these games? What were those yeah. games? Yeah, those were amazing. They were all written by one guy who was yeah. a model rocket enthusiast, that's why he always yeah. included that. He yes. wrote and drew all the pictures. He was fucking amazing at it. He <laughs> released the games for free, and then I think after a few years, they were, like, five dollars to get this game. And yes. this is back on, uh, AOL message board days. Like, that's where he would release them. Yes. And they were only ever available for the Mac. Yes. And that's all I called? know. I don't <laughs> know any more than that. I think his name was Ray something. That's all I've got. Alright, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna find out. I have I a like strong we, suspicion we've talked we, about this uh, before. <laughs> did we already talk about the Hobbit text adventure and how crazy it is? 
on the um, show. Yeah, I think that they it can, like, think the characters can go do their own thing oh, and screw yes. up the game before Man. you are able to get to them. That is amazing. I really want to. I, I really want to play it still and still haven't because, as we've discussed earlier in this very episode, I'm extremely bad at trying to play uh, story games. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna have to look so long to find this game, but I'm going to. If I could only remember what the the secret word was you needed to type in. There was a lot of hidden uh, Easter egg stuff for Mystery Science Theater, because he was a fan of that. Right, yes, that's true. I felt like that game um, was, or those games were also similar to the game that I still play now occasionally, Kingdom of Loathing. Yes. It had the same mm. sort of sense of humor. Yes. Oh, they were so good. Yeah, I, I feel like maybe it was too niche to ever find it, but they were such high quality. Like, they were, they shouldn't have been just a niche thing, but they were. Yeah, yeah it's, it's weird that as video games exploded, that style of video game went away. And we're only just mm -hmm. now getting back to, like, and they're not even text adventure, we're getting, like, cinematic uh, style I mean, they're, games. Basi they're basically visual novels. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for the most part, except for, like, most visual novels that you play have much less stuff that you can do in the world. Right, puzzle and solving and, and inventory. Exactly. And yeah. yeah. You, you don't yeah. get to, like, use key on anime babe in your visual novel. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, as you could in a text adventure. <laughs> or in a hentai game. <laughs> a hentai text adventure. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest <laughs> concept of all time. Oh my god, that would be great, actually. <laughs> there must be such a thing. Like, this <laughs> this pirate game I played was extremely tasteful, but it had a romance angle, so I'm sure somebody was making porn uh, text adventures. I mean, they must, right? Yeah. Do you guys know about... Uh, I'm gonna bring this up, not because I've ever, like, experienced it, but I heard about it, and it's so crazy to me. <laughs> a friend me. told me, you don't know yeah. that they live in Canada. <laughs> have, you, have you heard about the choose-your-own-adventure porn? I think it's called, no. like, Life Life Chooser or something. Is it There's... in book form, or, like, I'm is it a movie? I'm not going to incriminate no, myself it's... by confirming or denying that I've heard of this. <laughs> okay. It's it's videos, it's porn videos, hmm. but you watch it, and then at certain points the video freezes and you make choices, oh, and then no. things happen. Like that terrible Star Trek board game with the VHS yes! tape in it? Exactly <laughs> like that! <laughs> oh my god! That's insane! <laughs> I mean, it's a great idea! Is it? Is, though? is it a great idea? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's not a... I don't know. Maybe it's, it's not. That seems it's like way too much extremely work to a good do. Idea. <laughs> Why yeah, are it's to the, no. The work is on the porn. the work is on the other side. The work is the people making it that they have to film every possible iteration. Uh, yeah, no, whatever, I think though. if you're like if you're trying to watch porn and then it's like and now make a decision and now make another decision. That's not really what you're looking for, is it? Mm. No, I think it is. I think that people there are there is a certain group of people who are very into porn who like men. Spend, <laughs> yes, men. Uh, but I, I guess I guess everyone to varying levels of their of horniness like mm -hmm. th will spend time a lot of time online looking for videos that specifically cater to what they are in the mood for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I a, think 
rather than trying to find based on keywords, just getting like a decision tree that will give you exactly <laughs> all of the specific actions you wish to see performed. But I think it won't. That's the problem. Like in <laughs> video think, games now. Think, wait, well, you Louisa, just think you that it's bad. That, you think, that you it's think poorly that you, made. <laughs> Louise, are you saying that you think that your kinks are too niche <laughs> to be represented? No, here's the example. In video games now, sometimes you get a conversation that is like a tree set up, and your choices will someone will be like, Well, do you think I look nice in this dress or something? And your choices will be, Yeah, you look amazing, or no, you look like garbage. <laughs> it's like I don't want to say either of those things actually. Come on, porn selector. I type use Pokemon costume on girl. Fucking goddammit. Dress as Eevee. Go. Yeah, get with the program here. Uh, now I feel like it's just more frustration, because you'll think you have more control than you do, and then you're like, well, this isn't what I wanted. I mean, it's closer than than not. I don't know. I think it's certainly an, an innovative take on the well-trod territory that is porn. Uh, it's it's going to be better than Googling. What did you do <laughs> online this week? Um, so I uh, watched a bunch of Vine compilations on YouTube, and <laughs> this is fascinating to do in uh, the year of our Lord 2018, because so many jokes that people made on Vine relied on very specific... As like knowledge of very specific aspects of youth culture from 2013 when the vines were being made, <laughs> mm -hmm. and it makes some of them just incomprehensible now. <laughs> now, it's are vine compilations any good? Because I find a lot of the best vines. The key is it's like four seconds long, but the fact that it repeats immediately when it's done, like, is part of the experience. Some of the Best Vine compilations will include looping vines, like where the joke okay. of it is that it loops, and will include a couple loops of it. Okay. I remember one last night that did that was very clearly a joke about how it loops, and they did not include an additional loop. <laughs> oh no! Uh, and that uh. bothered me. Um, one of my favorites, Duck Army, which is just someone pressing on a bin of rubber ducks that yeah. have squeakers, and then they all scream. It's so good, but I appreciate it more the more I see it. After, like, the third or fourth time, it really gets me. <laughs> I don't think, uh, the, the two, the, well, the one really conspicuously absent one was, um, uh, back at it again at the Krispy Kreme. That didn't show up <laughs> in any of the, like, two hours worth of vines that oh, we no. all watched last night. Um, there were a lot of repeats, and the original Duck Army did not, but there were a couple <clears throat> variations on it, where they press on the ducks and it makes a different noise. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> no we watched We watched all of Griffin McElroy's vines. <laughs> They're all in just, like, a 12-minute video in reverse <laughs> chronological order. <laughs> Including the, the, the famous Peepus Room and yeah. the Peepus Room Two. <laughs> yeah. Did you the the only there are only two vines that I remember, and one of them is that Griffin McElroy vine where he's pumping up the air mattress while <laughs> Travis is watching him enthusiastically and eating chili. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, very good. It is very good. And then the other one is that series of the from Dexter, the surprise motherfuckers. Guy, you remember <laughs> yeah. that? Oh, yeah. that was really uh -huh. good. I like that. Yeah, I uh -huh. only think I, I think I only ever tried out Vine after it had already shut down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it it's it was it's a weird cultural moment where there's these 
beautiful, wonderful, like perfectly distilled into one single joke uh vines, and now that entire service that they existed on doesn't exist anymore. And I don't think even if they reopened it that it would catch on again. It's I very it's- strange that they got rid of it. Uh, I, yeah. it's, I guess because no, it wasn't wait, profitable. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's genius. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Because it's just like the vine. It only has a moment to capture your imagination, and then uh-huh, it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that must have been what they were going for. Yes, it uh-huh. is what they were going for. <laughs> it, like, there's people who are unimaginably famous because they made vines. Mm-hmm. I don't think in any of the vines we watched last night in these compilations of the best vines ever, I'm pretty sure none of them were by Logan or Jake Paul, who are both millionaires from making vines and then transferring that audience to YouTube when Vine shut down. See, that was that's the reason we never should have lost Vine, because then you find out how terrible people are if you give them more than seven seconds. <laughs> yeah, yes, we could have we we could have kept them uh, quarantined on Vine. <laughs> mm-hmm. They wouldn't have had to be like, oh, how do I fill twelve minutes? What if I fly to Japan and film someone's corpse? <laughs> yeah. How do I suppress my racism for a full twelve minutes? <laughs> And they couldn't uh, do it. <laughs> no, they can't. Couldn't do it. I if I would be fine with them if they had just kept to doing the like harmless pranks that they started their career doing. Uh, like a friend of mine told me that uh, the type, the style of vine that they started doing would be like uh, Logan Paul would go out somewhere in public and then do a full split. In, like, the middle of the sidewalk, and people would react like, oh, what? Why? And it was just, like, very dry. He would not make any kind of expression on his face and do a full split. And I think that's fun. But then in context, that knowing knowing that he turned out to be a lousy person and not a comedy genius uh, makes it think, like, makes me think, like, oh, he was doing that for the wrong reasons. There's nothing... There's, it's not even a thing. It's nothing. I don't, I don't like pranks that involve getting reactions from people who did yes. not agree to be part of this prank. The yeah, only I think joke, if you're not the, touching or yelling at them, you're fine, though. If you're I just, like, like doing something that's somewhat weird and totally innocuous. No, no see, the, I wouldn't want to be that reaction person, and you know they're not going to ask my permission or blur my face if they don't get it. Like, uh, what well, do they fucking the, care? The fact of the matter is that the only joke in it is the is people reacting to it, and that bothers me because you mm. didn't you didn't actually do anything. I guess you learned how to do a split, but like you didn't. It, it's different to me if somebody like is out on the street and you know they've arranged a intricate, complicated thing where like a band starts playing or something. You really put a lot of work into that, and the joke is more the thing you're doing and not just people reacting to it. But when it's just like look at this random thing I did. Like, fuck you. No, I don't want to. <laughs> Everybody's bad. Um, yes, that's true. Alright, shall we get into these <laughs> subreddits? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I got, um, I got r slash cyberpunk. I swear to god we've done cyberpunk. Am I crazy? We definitely haven't. We've done, like, <laughs> something similar, like cyber art, punk art, cyberpunk art oh, or man. something. We've done some kind of cyberpunk adjacent thing, but this board looks unfamiliar to me. Alright, yes. <laughs> so there's that. I got r slash Bigfoot, which seems there to be all go. about Sasquatches. That's oh, a great man, it's one. gonna be hard to choose between these two. <laughs> 
Uh, and I got the one we're definitely doing, which is r slash Coldplay. All right, and we're throwing Coldplay in the garbage. <laughs> but guys, uh, ticking clocks and scientists and... I, th- I think the, the album the My- Milo's, Milo's yeah. I Lodo is a pretty good album, and otherwise I don't care about Coldplay. Yellow, they're all yellow. Yep. Cold, Coldplay is just, like, inoffensively bland music. I remember when they the yeah. first Coldplay album that got big was out, and, like, I listened to it, and I was like, yeah, this is really good, but then I listened to it a second time, and I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one we did was Imaginary Cyberpunk, which was one of those imaginary art boards. I, uh... Okay. <laughs> Isn't it all imaginary? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, apparently, in this episode, we figured out that we're all cuck boys. <laughs> according to the description of. Oh, no, guys, we cannot get to the point of navel gazing where we start reading the descriptions of our own episodes of our podcast. I will legitimately quit if we start doing that. Right. Did we invent- we might have invented, uh, uh, Captain Transylvania in this episode, no. because it, said, it says we, we devised the new mascot for Halloween. I think- I don't know, maybe it was longer ago than I thought. But, mm, I feel like Captain yeah. Transylvania has always been with us. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't- wasn't he we the intro to the first it. episode? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, he introduces us. Yes. He says, and now, seeing Reddit, the podcast that will invent me later. You're yep. the man now, dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he sounded like Sean Connery as Admiral Akbar, but you know. He's he's always like, and now, we're podcasting in our lab late one night, and then our theme song, The Monster Mash, starts playing. Uh-huh. That's good stuff. Uh, we're so, definitely doing Bigfoot. Bigfoot, right? Yeah. Really? I <laughs> oh, was yes. thinking Cyberpunk, but yeah, let's. Yeah. I, the <laughs> reason I don't want to do Bigfoot is because the logo is the Reddit alien with big feet, and it definitely looks like a sex thing. Okay, but <laughs> Jeff, your interest, your you believe that other people are as interested in Cyberpunk as you are, and that is an incorrect belief that you have. Yeah, I do not like, like uh, Cyberpunk, but also we we literally have already done a Cyberpunk one. Yeah, it's more on brand for me to do the Bigfoot one. That's he's fair. The, he's the original creepypasta. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I love, I love how stupid the Bigfoot thing is. So I'm very excited to talk about it. Yeah. All right, tell us about this board, Louisa. So the header is, uh, it says Bigfoot. It does have that red alien with the big feet, like Matt says, which is does seem like a sex thing and is gross. I did not <laughs> I, say that. I that said was it. Jeff. It was me. Okay. <laughs> well, you're right. <laughs> Uh, and then it's a white background, and then it is a very small sliver of a photo, just the eyes, of, I guess it's meant to be a Sasquatch? It looks like some kind of fucked up gorilla. I don't know if this is art, or if this is a photo of a weird taxidermied thing, or what. Looks like so. a picture hey, of hey, a gorilla mask. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, hey, Jeff, come, just come over, come over the side here really quick with me. Okay, yeah, sure, what's up? Do you think Louisa can't tell our voices apart? Do you think that might be what's going on? Uh, I, I, I don't know. She's only known me for less than ten years, but she's known you all your life. Mm, You've always true. sounded like that, right? I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, I definitely had that uh, personality reprogramming thing. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, because I, yeah, we were hooked up to that brain machine together, and I overwrote your brain waves with my brain waves. You guys right, well, both you peed that in that fountain that same yes. time and made a wish. <laughs> and, and remember after that plane crash when we were sewn together and we had two heads on one set of shoulders for a while? Yeah, but you were racist against whatever ethnicity I am. Yeah. That was one freaky Friday. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's go so back over and f- do yeah, the rest of the show. I think, I, I think Louisa can hear us whispering over here because she keeps on saying things. Yeah, we're going to get out from underneath of the table now and get okay. to rejoin the conversation. Uh, okay, we're back. Go on. Okay, so there's that. And let's see. Uh, there are 17,000 Bigfoot enthusiasts, <laughs> and 70 people are squatching now. Oh, God. That's, That's pretty good. Gross. It's yep. such a gross word, though. Yep. And the little up-down arrows for this, it, they only kind of went halfway. The up arrow is a little silhouette of a Bigfoot, and the down arrow is a down arrow. So, nice yeah, that, try. Yeah, everyone knows that Bigfoot is totally down to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Don't I mean, he's say. trying to save his species or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Bigfoot. News, sightings, rumors, hoaxes, anything related to Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti, modern Neanderthals, and the like. Please keep all posts related to the subject. A quick aside, I did not know modern Neanderthals was a term for these man-apes that people think are around. That makes sense. I like that. I think yeah. that that's good. Um, hey, you remember that time when, uh, that beef jerky company made Sasquatch its <laughs> mascot for some fucking reason? You yeah, say that yeah, time, public uh, domain. is that still going on? That might still be going on. Oh, fuck, really? <laughs> I think so. Uh, what is going uh, on with ad companies? How do they, how are they still employed? It's the same as it's always been. They think kids are, like, rude and edgy. We'll be rude and edgy. Kids love it. Yeah, same, 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 same as it thing. ever was. Yeah, it's just crazy to me, because I feel like at one point, ad companies were like, okay, let's listen to what people are into and try to ride that train, and now ad companies are like, you fucking like Sasquatch now! You do it! We're telling you, Sasquatch is manly for some reason now. That's because any company can go onto Twitter and be like, eat our fucking burgers, and then they'll get a million retweets of people be like, oh my god, can you believe Burger King said eat our fucking burgers? I love Burger King, I'm going there forever. This is exactly why I don't understand why ad companies are still in business, because that is free and way more effective to me. And there's no reason why they couldn't just have an extremely vulgar online-only ad campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of of vulgar online-only ad campaigns for fast food, uh, do you, do you guys follow Nihilist Arby's on Twitter? Yeah. No, I but I it. see them. I love Nihilist Arby's on Twitter. It's just a, a joke Twitter account that pretends to be Arby's advertising uh, and talks about how you're going to die anyway, so you might as well eat Arby's. But it really does make me fucking hungry for Arby's almost every time. <laughs> God yeah. damn it, it's good advertising. They're doing the job that they're pretending to have, but for real, to me. <laughs> yep. Uh, so do you guys care about Bigfoot Sasquatch at all? Do you care? Uh, skunk Ape? Are these, <laughs> these are all the are same you gonna thing. Spoil, are you going to spoil the end of it? <laughs> Is that yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, spoilers. <laughs> uh, at the end, it turns out that he's Chewbacca's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it! 
<laughs> Which one was that? Lumpy? That was Lumpy, right? <laughs> yes. Lumpy was Chewbacca's dad. Itchy was... No, maybe Itchy was Chewbacca's dad and Lumpy was his son. Oh, maybe you're right. I'm not sure. Ugh. I'm tired oh, now. no. I'm so tired. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm looking through the, the posts now. Hold and... on, let me finish reading the side. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry, no. something oh, fell down in my room. Everything's normal. <laughs> Alright, so for this board, the number one rule that's in large print. Please keep all discussions civil. Should it get out of hand, you will get a warning. Another incident will result in a ban. Believers and skeptics alike are welcome here, and friendly discussion is highly encouraged. So, that's not possible, right? <laughs> if you're a believer, and you make a post, but someone mm -hmm. else is a skeptic, and they respond to you, that's immediately going to be a fight, isn't it? I think that if you are either a person who believes that Bigfoot is real, or a person who cares enough about being skeptical about Bigfoot that you would go to a board for Bigfoot, both of you just want to argue. Yeah. And like, yes, it, that may slide into meanness, but there, I think that there's a genuinely, a, a group of people who are genuinely interested in just debating the reality, the possible reality of Bigfoot, in a way that a lot of conspiracy theories I don't think are. Mainly because I think people on both sides are probably in their 80s. I don't I, agree. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at the, the third post of all time, and this pretty much sums up my attitude about arguing about Bigfoot. Uh, it's a screenshot of a Facebook post by someone named Martin, last name blocked out. I think it's funny how these Bigfoot followers know all these things about Sasquatch when they have never even laid eyes on it. And someone named Craig responding in the comments, Aren't you a Christian? And no. I think no. it's possible to be to have a civil conversation <laughs> about religion with between someone who doesn't believe in God and someone who does, and so I think that the same would be true about Bigfoot. And I think that the the response that a Christian would have to that is, well, we have the the Bible, a book written by God, about God, to know God, and obviously I don't believe that that's true, but they would, and then they would be like, have you read a book by Bigfoot? But what would they do if you answered yes? <laughs> oh, fuck! Yeah, oh, God! We're gonna tie it all in together. Uh, Neuromancer was written by Bigfoot. <laughs> Yeah, secretly, this is also the cyberpunk episode. Uh, but if you oh, no. were a skeptic, like, you would just be so angry right away. Someone would be like, well, this video that they have now really proves things. Take a look at this. And you'd look at it and you'd be like, yeah, I can see how this is a person in the suit and they fudged the angle and they made sure there were leaves in the way, etc., etc. But if you tried to say that, you're fighting with them because you'd be like, well, obviously they use camera tricks to trick you, you idiots. And then people would be like, no, this is definitely real. Louisa, no I think that you're confusing other people's ability to disagree with others and your ability to disagree with others, because I think there are people out there, and I'm not one of them either, but there are people out there who can be like, I don't agree with you, but I'm willing to listen to your point of view anyway. Uh, and, uh not about Bigfoot, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I think that my and your, and probably Jeff's response to something when we think it's stupid is like, no, you're stupid, shut up. <laughs> Instead of like, well, I don't agree, but let's talk about it. I mean, it depends on someone's approach to it, because there's... <sighs> 
there's the like literally unknowable things like it, it none of us will ever find out if the universe was created by some intelligent force it's impossible to know that so i think that there's room for conversation there oh, about man. how you feel hang on i gotta go shut down my particle accelerator <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, sorry, the universes that you created with your particle accelerator were definitely created uh, not by an intelligent force. Zing! <laughs> ah, burn! That's fair, because I had no idea what the fuck I was doing with these things anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're a real Lisa Simpson from that one episode. <laughs> yep, I gotta go throw Candor in the dumpster. <laughs> I remember um, watching a special about Bigfoot on Discovery Channel or something like ten years ago, and they were analyzing a part of that very famous video from the 60s or 70s uh, where Big Patterson Fli film Maybe. I know because it's the second top post oh, okay. of all time on this board. Yeah, it looks like yes. the Patterson Gimlin footage is what they or the PGF is what they commonly abbreviate it to. And they had a bunch of uh, Bigfoot experts and veterinarians to look at certain frames where you see his leg moving and there seems to be a lump above the knee and they're all like okay well I think this could be a tumor and you know uh, apes or prone to this kind of thing, etc, etc. They were talking for like 10 minutes. And the whole time I'm just like, yeah, it's a guy in a suit, and that's his real knee. It doesn't line up with the suit's knee. That's what that <laughs> is, you dumb assholes. Oh, God. Yeah, this uh, really does just look like, I'm looking at the gif on loop, it just looks like a person in a gorilla costume. Yeah. It looks like he even has shoes on. <laughs> yeah, it's really not convincing at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know why I don't know why anyone would watch this film and not be like, this is almost as good as the special effects in Planet of the Apes. <laughs> but not quite. And I know that those are not actually Sasquatches in that movie. Mm, are you sure, though? Mm, I read this book by Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called The Holy Bible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, uh, I've just discovered a trivia fact recently, and that's that... Um, the guy who played Chewbacca had to wear, like, a special bright vest so hunters wouldn't think he was uh, Bigfoot and shoot him when they were filming the Endor scenes in the Pacific Northwest of the United States. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I would think that it. they would all have to wear vests because they're if they're in woods where people are hunting. Isn't that just the law? I mean, the just specifically the fact that this seven and a half foot tall man is dressed like a Bigfoot, I think, was yeah, the main thing. You're not, you're everyone else was kind of dressed like how hunters would dress because they were all in a war. Oh, well, not Ewoks. Ewoks. A, star, a Star War. <laughs> the little people who were playing Ewoks definitely look like something you could hunt. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Also, they wear things that hunters wear. You mean like brightly colored vests so they don't get shot by other hunters because that is definitely a thing hunters wear. <laughs> no, this was 1982. Everyone oh. just wore ca camo gear and like It was a helmets. lawless wasteland, I forgot. That's a fact. Yeah. Ooh, I do uh, like so this guy's looking... sweater oh. in, just real quick, in like the fifth one down Christmas sweaters, yeah. it says. And it is a sweater in all tasteful browns, and it has a pattern of pine trees and a Sasquatch on it, and I think that's very cute. Yep. Now, I'm looking at another clothing item just a few below that called I Think I'd Pass on This Hat, that is a hat embroidered that says Bigfoot is real and he tried to eat my ass. And... <laughs> Now listen, I know that this hat was made before that phrase meant something different, yeah. and so the emphasis was probably different, 
But this it is was a- probably Bigfoot is real, and he tried to eat my ass. Exactly. Yeah. But now this hat is great. That hat, yes. This hat used to be stupid, and now it's the best hat. Yeah, that is uh-huh. pretty good. Please, someone please buy this hat for me. Thank you. Oh my god, that is a good hat. Uh- <laughs> I just love the idea. Oh, anyway. The idea of wearing a hat that says, I'm sure this monster is real and has a very specific fetish. Yeah. It's like uh, uh, like those people who uh, say they got abducted by aliens, and the aliens didn't do anything upsetting, but instead had consensual sex with the person. <laughs> yeah. Here's uh, the thing. If you're the kind of person who would consent to sex with an alien the first time you meet them- Then you rule. Then you're the new king of Earth. Good job. You know, I'm saying this, but, like- I mean, just for the story, yeah, you, you'd have to, wouldn't you? Yeah, of course. If yeah, there was obviously. the potential for it, and they're like, "Hmm, this is consensual," you'd be like, "Yeah, okay, let's try it." <laughs> I love the idea of you're on the, the spaceship, and then they're like, "So, do you want? Do you what want, do you like? Do you want a, yeah, do you want a drink? <laughs> like you see, you see Avengers Infinity War. How's it going?" <laughs> They put their hand on your knee, and you're like, okay, I get it. I you, got, it going. you got any hobbies? Earth hobbies? <laughs> uh, but, uh, would you- I, mm, This is a bit upsetting, perhaps, but would you- Do you think you'd be able to get aroused enough to have sex with an alien? Mm. If they were, like, alien-y? How sexy is the alien? <laughs> yeah, well, you gotta imagine not very- yeah. Why would I? Ha- why would I imagine that? I can imagine anything, Matt. Why would I imagine an ugly <laughs> you alien? You imagine that you get abducted and you're trying to have sex with a not very attractive alien. <laughs> this, okay. this is my imagination we're talking about, and you're telling me aliens can look like whatever, and they're gonna look like ugly. They're gonna look ugly. It's not gonna be like Gamera from Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, what is wrong with you? Okay, that's fair. Sorry, Nebula. Guess- obviously, is what I meant. She's the hotter one. Oh, so you don't want to have sex with a giant fire-breathing turtle? <laughs> no, that's Gamera, not Gamora. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're different. Oh, yes, because They're wanting both to have green sex with that and... giant turtle is very wrong. <laughs> and I definitely don't think about it sometimes. They're both green and murderous. But that's the only common Anyway, thread. no, but my point was, like, the, of the animals that are on Earth, the planet that I'm on, only one, only half of one of them is sexy to me. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. Fair. You got to imagine that well, most of the creatures in the universe are not going to be sexy to me. Here's the thing, though: if they are on the spaceship, like we kind of want to see how this would be, so let's have sex. Then it's on them <laughs> to make me want to have sex with them, <laughs> right? They need, they need to horny <laughs> yeah. you up somehow with their horny <laughs> Yeah, they're like, let's see what would happen, and you're like, oh, jeez, buy me a drink first, guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But but this is what I'm saying. What if the things that set the mood for an alien, like, they definitely wouldn't be the same as the things that would set the mood for us. Yeah, for sure. well, then you don't have to have sex with them. The idea being that they wouldn't have sex with you if it wasn't consensual, then no, you are going to have to do most of the work here, aliens. I, what I'm saying is I would want to because of the story. I just don't know if I would be capable of it because it would probably be very gross. <laughs> are you sure you'd want to be telling that story anyway, then? <laughs> Uh, I had sex and it was extremely gross and upsetting. <laughs> I mean, that's how all of the stories about me having sex end up anyway. 
That's, I think for the most part, if you're going to tell some kind of story of that nature, yeah, you want it to be, uh, the reason you're telling it is because something weird happened. Yeah, and, like, for, like, most sex stories are already gross and upsetting to hear, but this one would end with you being the first human being to have sex with and probably die by the hands of an alien. Both of which are pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't tell anybody if you're dead, though. Well, I guess that's true. But they'd probably have video of it. Oh, God, no. <laughs> it becomes a cheese-around porn adventure. Yeah. Do we kill this human, or do we have sex with them? You live on forever <laughs> as an artificial intelligence in a cheese-around adventure porn for aliens. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Twilight is Zone. This is the this is the uh, script of a cyberpunk uh, yes. story. Uh, this is the best episode of Black Mirror we've ever come up with. <laughs> oh man! So, so Bigfoot. I feel weird well, about Bigfoot I never because want to talk again. <laughs> I don't think any of the quote unquote evidence is real. I don't think any of it is. But I don't discount the idea of an ape that we don't know about. Not in North America. I don't think climate wise. But, like, they legitimately have been like, oh, we found that bird we thought went extinct 200 years ago. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, again, not to harp on it, but I just got back from Canada and I was in Newfoundland. And that island is only 10% populated. And I was looking at a, a map with somebody there and I was like, oh, what's in this area pointing to a good quarter of the island? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't think anyone's ever been out there. Like. There is a lot of space, especially in Canada, that just no one has gone to. There's yeah. no reason to go there, and no one goes there. Yeah, so I don't, like, I feel like I don't know what to say. If someone says, do you believe in Bigfoot, I would say no, but then I would also be like, but maybe, but probably yeah. not, but maybe. It's, it's weird because there's a lot of things like this where I'm, I do feel pretty sure, like, ghosts mm. or yeah. things, and I'm like, yeah, no, of course not. But, like, yeah, maybe. I don't My, care. Yeah, it's- I'll believe in whatever if there's compelling objective evidence that it exists. Yeah. And- And there isn't for Bigfoot or ghosts or well, but the uh, Bible stuff. But the difference, I think, is <laughs> yeah, that- Now, Bigfoot hold on. Some of those Bible things definitely really happen. Like, we've yes. seen the pyramids, for instance. Are the pyramids in <laughs> the Bible? Real... That's crazy. Oh, God. That's what the Old Testament is God damn all it, about. Jeff. <laughs> What do you think Moses did at all? <laughs> did he build the pyramids? Is that what you're saying? Ah, uh, yes! Partially. Not him by himself. I don't actually think he ever did. Didn't he, like, lead the people building the pyramids for a while and then get pissed off and then go crazy and then lead the people building the pyramids away? Well, when he was he shamed for it? not really being uh, Egyptian. Yeah. Isn't that when he went off into the desert? I don't think no. he ever actually builds pyramids in that book. I'm All just right. talking about the parts where there's a magical wizard who brings a dude back to life and then ascends into the sky after being <laughs> murdered. But that is the part where was, I'm like, ah, that probably didn't happen. That guy might not even have been real. The point is, they found Ramses II's uh, uh, mummy, and that is the only person's body. Oh, how is she? <laughs> that is the <laughs> only person's body from the Bible that they know is real. Now, I want to make it clear that I didn't not laugh at Jess' joke because I didn't want to interrupt Louisa. I didn't not laugh. I didn't laugh at Jess' joke because I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
Okay. Uh, so- um, no, hold on. I It's my turn to talk now. <laughs> Please I'm gonna go. Say you got the talking stick. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to say the difference, though, is that Bigfoot is enough like things that are provably real that I'm willing to say it, it might be the case. In a way mm-hmm. that, like, nothing even like ghosts has ever been recorded or proven. Mm-hmm. But, like, Bigfoot, from what we've seen, isn't that much different from other primates. So maybe. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely a case of, like, there's not as much presuming going on with Bigfoot, whereas if you're like, aha, this specific phenomenon is evidence of ghosts, it's like, uh, no, because then you're presuming the existence of ghosts. You are begging the question, and that is not, that's, like, that's not how you think, you're thinking about things incorrectly. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't think there can be any in North America, because we know about, like, bears and mountain lions and stuff. Like, there's other big animals we know about. I feel like uh, a Sasquatch couldn't have hidden all this time. I don't know, Louisa, you're really- honestly, until I flew over it, I didn't realize how much (laughs) of Canada is fucking nothing at all. It's crazy. Yeah, but they know there are bears there. Like, they know of bears. I know, but bears are- not as smart as primates in terms of hiding from people. <laughs> and listen, listen, listen. The population of Canada is less than the population of California. Yeah. Think about how fucking huge Cal- Canada is, though. Yeah. I, <laughs> so you're saying I, so you're on I've, the side of potential now I've, I've decided now <laughs> you're that a believer. I, I can prove Bigfoot is real because of this. Yeah, you're gonna have a, a, the photo of the the still of Bigfoot turning to look at the camera from, from the Patterson-Gimlin footage with uh, the truth is out there pasted over it, and that's the poster on your wall now. Yeah. Uh, I well, like the times. top post of all time on r slash Bigfoot. It's titled, A Perspective on a Commonly Reported Bigfoot Trait from a Working Evolutionary Anthropologist. And it's a kind of long paragraph that I mostly had to skim, but the ultimate, uh, the TLDR says, From an evolutionary perspective, Bigfoot should not have eye shine. So if you see a Bigfoot oh. and its eyes are shiny, it's it's probably not a Bigfoot, because primates, including humans, don't have that. Yeah, that makes sense. That would be Wait, like a big what? cat or maybe a bear. I don't know if bears have that either. We have eye shine, don't we? Nope. Not, not the kind, yeah. like, when you can see I'm, a raccoon's eyes glowing at night. Jeff, I'm looking at a picture of you right now, and I can see a shiny reflection off of your eyeballs <laughs> in this not picture. Okay, you're thing. not paying attention correctly, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> um, I'm paying attention selectively, as I always do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's different. Yeah. No, I, I get it. But, like, what about red eye though from humans? I guess that's not really shine as much as it is just seeing the re- the like blood yeah. in the back of the So if you take eyes. a photo of one at night with a flash mm. and you're close enough, you I you probably get the red eye. That's weird. Also but like you'd have to be really close. Yeah. And at yeah. that point you'd be like, well, <laughs> I'm going to set I off feel- this flash now. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, listen, I feel very silly taking a picture of you, but I have to. Like, you get it, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then it would it's, tear uh, arms off because it doesn't speak English. Yep. Yeah, it speaks uh, Sasquatch language. 
Oh, man. <laughs> you know how people talk about getting nervous asking for, for a celebrity's picture with them? <laughs> like, this would be the ultimate of that, wouldn't it? Or it doesn't even speak a human language, and you have to be like, can I just, I have a phone. Yeah. Can we get a selfie, but, please? But the stakes are so high on both sides, because it's like, on the one hand, he definitely doesn't speak English, and he's a monster. <laughs> yeah. But on the what other if... hand, but on the other hand, if you get that picture, it's such a good picture, <laughs> and you'll never get the opportunity ever again. That'll be your avatar on all your social yes. media forever. <laughs> you couldn't you, possibly. That, the make... selfie will be in history books. <laughs> yes, if you were to. Oh my god, if you were to take a selfie with Sasquatch, there is no way you could ever make your Twitter avatar mm. anything else. <laughs> I I think that um I think that it's possible that Bigfoot is hiding from us because we named it Bigfoot. Well, it's a really mean name. <laughs> That's the one thing of, it's learned. <laughs> he's got a lot of mean names, and uh, we have got a lot of mean names for other types of people. But that doesn't. Yeah, stop that's him. true. Yeah, Skunk Ape is another pretty mean <laughs> name for this uh this Sasquatch monster. Yeah, I will take Bigfoot over Skunk Ape any day. <laughs> Uh, I, it's weird. We didn't mention Harry and the Hendersons at all yet. Oh, we yeah. usually do on this show, don't we? I just looked at a, a photo in the top. The title is just Yes, and it's someone's airbrushed truck with Harry and the Hendersons on the tailgate. Yeah. The, ha Lying the Harry. Seductively of, with a raccoon. Yeah, with a raccoon in front of where his dick would go. <laughs> how do you think? How do you think people pitched comedy movies in the 80s? Because. <laughs> You had to go in and be like, listen, John Lithgow is a family man. I know that you usually think of him as a murderer, but in this one, he's a family man, <laughs> and he finds Bigfoot. Like, that's yeah. my comedy movie premise. And then everyone's I on cocaine, and they're like, yes, idea. this is a great idea, make it! <laughs> yeah, uh, that's probably it. I, it was probably just because Alf was popular, right? <laughs> What if Alf was seven feet tall instead of two feet tall? What if we made Big Alf and that's the movie? That was the original title, actually, and they were like, actually, hmm. Okay, wait, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, Alf is definitely just comedy E.T. Yeah, of course. Yes. So that's the evolution of the, the character. E.T. Yeah. to Alf to Bigfoot. Here's a question. <laughs> Do you think it would be a less mean name if we started referring to all Bigfoots as Big Alfs? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, no, that just sounds like a guy who runs a laundromat. <laughs> yeah, well, that's nice, though. Right? No. Yes. <laughs> I, like I don't it. like it. <laughs> I like it. I think Big oh. Alfs is definitely a good new name for these guys. Apparently the UK name for Harry and the Hendersons was Bigfoot and the Hendersons. <laughs> well, yeah. It's a little right? on the nose. <laughs> yeah, but you know what you're getting. What if you went to the movies and it was like Harry and the Hendersons? That sounds like a nice, like, buddy comedy about <laughs> a guy who makes friends with a family. And then you find out it's about fucking Bigfoot? You'd be furious. Oh God, there was a TV series based on this. I didn't know that. Yes. Jeff, you're crazy. reaching the point where you have to stop Googling. <laughs> so I'll yeah, bring up go back one to the that's mostly down the page that is, thought everyone would appreciate this Bigfoot birthday cake I just made. And someone has made a very cute <laughs> Bigfoot birthday cake that's shaped like Bigfoot, and they've used buttercream to make lots of fur, and he's got some leaves around him and stuff. He's very cute. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I like, uh... I'm I looking... 
I'm like, I don't like. It's weird that there's a like silhouette of Bigfoot that you recognize, and it's just that still image from the footage. Mm-hmm. I'm looking I at a pic. Fun. I'm looking at a picture that I see on the the Bigfoot board. It, the title is "Bought This Today in Flagstaff, Arizona," and it is like a a flour sack type uh, coarse bag uh, that has Bigfoot brand marijuana. Uh, and it is a Bigfoot smoking a joint, and there's a lot of stuff on it about smoking marijuana. And I guess my question is, what is it with alien and Bigfoot culture and weed? What? There's uh, no, there's you, no natural you not know overlap. What it is? I think. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I think it's what you talk about when you're high, right? Yeah. Why? But the why? natural overlap is you do a lot of hallucinogenic drugs, and then you weed wake is up. not hallucinogenic. It, go on. It, well, no, but there's the the crossover is with alien things is people eat a bunch of mushrooms and imagine they get abducted by aliens. Mm. Okay, I can see aliens. Bigfoots, though. Yeah, yeah, same thing. You had the conversation cul- that culture... we just had about. Well, I think they could exist, but who knows. But yeah. you had that conversation for six hours because you're high. Drug culture at large looks like pretty much the same as weed culture, and so I think that the two are often interchangeable anyway. It, I guess it's just weird to me how much of conspiracy culture and drug culture overlap in a way that I just feel like don't, when you're high, don't you want to relax instead of worrying so much about all of these things? All these conspiracies about how the man is trying to get you down or whatever. I Just... mean, alcohol is a downer, but it's some. It's often fun to like get very drunk and then like dance or or go do karaoke or something. Yeah, but those are all still <laughs> relaxy things. I would. I don't want to mm. get. I don't want to get weed high and then have people telling me that like fucking skunk apes are gonna come out of the woods <laughs> and drag me off and have their way with me or whatever. Yeah, you're gonna get dragged to hell by the skunk ape. Yeah. <laughs> has uh, anyone has anyone advanced the theory that uh, Bigfoot is the devil? Mm, that's a good yes, question. Me, you, right now. You did it. Right? Listen, uh, he's a fallen angel, mm-hmm. okay? Where did he fall? <laughs> Obviously into Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Is Captain Transylvania part Bigfoot? Yes, he is all monsters. Yeah. That is his one power, is that he is all monsters. Godzilla, too? Yes, he is all- If it's a monster, he is it. Mm -hmm. Mm. What about man? Oh no, the greatest monster of all. (laughs) Good job, us. That means he's also part Gila monster, and I don't know what that means, but I really am excited oh, to explore it. He's got a lot of bacteria in his mouth, so if he bites you, that's you're in Komodo big dragons. Damn it! That's Komodo dragons. You're oh nope, you're off the podcast now. <laughs> well, they're yeah, poisonous. You got, though. you got a fact wrong, and you know the rules when <laughs> yeah, you get a fact wrong. You gotta wrong go to the podcast. penalty box, Louisa. Go to <laughs> the penalty box. Sorry, don't they have poison? Hold on, hold on, Louisa. Can I get partial credit? Louisa, you're not allowed to talk until you're in the penalty box. <laughs> Go in there, put the hat on. Put but, the hat but on. Listen, but listen, though. No, I'm not <laughs> going to hear anything you say till you're wearing the hat, Louisa. Yeah, yeah Matt and I are going to go into the other room and continue the podcast. <laughs> Don't they have poisonous saliva, though? Which no. ones? Gila monsters. No, they don't. They I, are, I don't know. They are entirely non-toxic. They are purely herbivores and have, like, listen, big... You're they thinking, have big claws, and that's about it. You're thinking of Did you use your free Google yet? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking of brontosauruses, Matt. 
Yes, well, they are the modern-day oh, brontosaurus. Oh, fuck you! The Gila monster it. is a species of venomous lizard. Okay, fine, but if they don't have the bacteria <laughs> thing, you still need to be in the penalty box. Don't take that hat off! I see you trying to take the hat off, you gotta leave it on for the rest of the show. Yeah, it's a, it's a triangle hat that says dunce on it. <laughs> yeah, but dunce is misspelled, so it actually says dechincy. <laughs> Great. Good. Sure. Oh, Gila monsters. Gross. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're pretty gross. Yep. I think I that do- it just means that Captain Transylvania sheds his skin every two months. <laughs> uh, I'm doing a, I'm doing an important piece of, of work this time for this episode, in that I'm taking notes about the things we've discussed and a song to put at the end of it so that mm. I don't panic next Monday mm. when I'm editing it. Is the song that you're going to put at the end of it Work by Britney Spears? No, it's <laughs> Why? Uh, Your, Your Feet's he just Too said Big he's by doing Leon work. Redbone. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, it was the theme song to the Harry and the Hendersons TV oh, show. Oh, Jeff, you're, you're ruining all the work I did when I was editing of making sure the songs had nothing to do with the actual, like, subject of the episodes, though. It was very frequent that we would mention a song and then it would be the thing. Yes, th- mm-hmm. that's the whole point. It's a song we mentioned, not a song yeah. about the subject of the episode. Mm-hmm. But we mentioned the Harry and the Andersons TV oh, show. How do you not understand the difference? <laughs> that you're willfully not understanding the difference now. Mm, no, I just don't care about this distinction. Oh, but I do so much. For some reason, no. I care so much about it. Not enough to I do think... it. Not enough to do anything about it, but... Uh, still, I care a lot. So, you know, I think the people who do this board are pretty okay. They don't seem to take it too seriously. There's a lot of, like, I got a cool sweater, or I made a cake, and there's not a lot of, like, it's true that he's real. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm okay well, there's with this. Bigfoot enthusiasts, rather than people being like, I will come to your house and kill you if you say <laughs> Bigfoot isn't real even one more time, you complete ass. <laughs> yep. I don't know that that second type of person exists, because... The thing about Bigfoot that is different from, like, alien conspiracy theorists is that if they're right, so what? Who cares? It doesn't yeah. change anything. Yeah. Whether you're yeah. right or wrong, nothing changes. Yeah, well, with with Bigfoots, I agree that if Bigfoot is real, who cares? That's meaningless. There's just another animal. Yes. But if if aliens are real and visit and have been kidnapping people, that is a- that- <laughs> Yeah. fundamentally changes our understanding of, of like the universe. Yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that that the people who ca- care about Bigfoot are less serious by nature because right. unlike aliens there are no stakes. If they're right or wrong, it doesn't change anything at all. No. Yeah. Mhm. That's true. <laughs> Why do you need to have a raccoon covering your dong if you're already covered in fur? I guess is my question. I, yeah, I think Harry. I think Harry Henderson has one of those like retractable animal dongs, like how <laughs> other primates have. Yeah, like which, gorillas I and stuff. Maybe which the implication... I fought Elon in an early episode of this podcast and was wrong and had to go to the dunce box that Louise is now. In. <laughs> I'm glad that you finally admitted you were wrong on that. <laughs> yeah, I did in that episode as well. But I am yes, you are still right. I am still wrong, and that is why that dunce box still smells a little well, bit like me. Because yeah, your original, like your original body's <laughs> yes, your I original last... body's corpses in that is in the penalty <laughs> yes. box having died. Yes. Now here's the thing, though, that is supposed to be like a seductive pose from that Sasquatch. Uh, don't you think maybe that raccoon actually is covering something? You know what I'm saying? Mm, 
No, I don't think that that makes sense. Unless you're saying he's fucking this raccoon. Well, maybe. Uh, maybe <laughs> I would take that as... I think it's a send-up of that Burt Reynolds photo shoot yeah. where he's tastefully blocking his groin with some object. Uh -huh. Is it a raccoon? Because that would be amazing, actually, Burt Reynolds having a raccoon on his... It's a pug, yeah. isn't it? Is oh, it? No. That's great if know. it is. <laughs> There's... Alright, Burt Reynolds naked. <laughs> oh, here goes. Burt Reynolds no, sexy. You're using two, two Googles. That's what you're Googling. <laughs> you made me use that other one, I didn't want to. <laughs> well, listen. Fine. But that means you can't come out of the dunce box. Also, the dunce box is a one-in-one-out thing, so until one of us makes a mistake again, you're in there for life. Damn. Uh, there's a fun gif, I think, on the second page of Tops called Seeing This in the Woods at Night Could Easily Cause 99% of Bigfoot Sightings. And it's a gif of a bear walking fully upright on its hind legs up to someone's trash can to see what's in it, and then seeing there was nothing and walking into the woods, still fully upright all the way, <laughs> like, walking like a man on its hind legs. Oh, it's fully. creepy and I don't like it. Have it's we talked, so creepy. <laughs> have we talked on this podcast a thousand times about how weird and gross bears that don't have any hair are? Oh, probably, because yeah. it's true. Mm -hmm. oh, They're like man. giant lizards and it's so fucking gross. Yeah. There's a spooky bear in the movie Annihilation where its face is just, like, the skull part, yeah. and god, god, bear skulls are really creepy, they're so scary. Ugh, everything about bears is crazy. When you see their paws with their claws that are, like, twice as the length of a human hand, it's so crazy how long those claws are. Yeah. Yeah, you got it, man. Everything about bears is crazy. It's true. <laughs> Alright, well, well, I hope you guys a... liked this episode. Uh, if you did, please rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends all about it. That's the only way we can grow. We very much appreciate everyone talking about us. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com. I swear I'm going to check that email box one of these days. Uh, you can check it right now, and then I'll do the Twitters. How about I that? I don't remember the password off the top of my head. Uh, <laughs> and uh, if you want to See it, get us on Twitter. You can find us at Seeing Reddit, and I'm on Twitter at Kamikaze Pilot. I'm on Twitter, J3FK, Instagram and Snapchat, JeffJK. You can uh, go to patreon.com slash JeffJK, and for just $1 a month, you'll get bonus stuff uh, from this show and from my other show. Uh, you can also get physical rewards like some comic books of mine and uh, stuff like. Um, a letter that I'll send you. I've been putting in the letter one extra codes from my Humble Bundle. Um, uh, like, my extra, like, codes that I bought through Humble Bundle, not anything other weird, you know. Uh, I don't have anything else to say. Go to weaponizedlanguage.com for more episodes of the show and for uh, episodes of Creepypasta. All right, you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird, and you can find me on Vero and Instagram, Louisa Heron. Uh, okay, I got into our mailbox, so I'd like to thank the folks who've emailed us. Thank you to uh, Isaiah. Thank, thank you, you Isaiah. to uh, Gautam. Thank you. Thank you G. to Jen, thank you, Miranda, Marie, thank you, Marie, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Simon. Thank you, Simon. And Turner. Wow. You, Turner. There are so many emails. Can I you know. forward those to us, please? Yeah, I will. <laughs> I don't know why I stopped getting notifications that the emails are coming through, but I did apparently in September. Oh, so, no. oh, sorry, Jesus guys. Christ. Uh, yeah. Uh. I'm going to forward these, and then one of us will reply to those. But thank you guys so much for getting in touch with us. 
Thanks also to all the folks who've talked about us on Twitter. And of course, and we the got folks- more stuff from Skirk Lee, uh, like uh, a photo saying, I am gay for Bowser. That is, uh, <laughs> we decided is secretly Louisa's alt Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see oh, that. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, oh, so thanks to the folks who voted in our fantasy casting poll. I finally fucking won one. Oh no, what was it? Daisy Ridley as Joan of Arc. Hell yeah. yeah. That was a good choice. Hell nice. yeah, it was. Uh, second place was Sophia Lillis, who I think was Louisa's choice. Uh, I had Clemence Posey. Oh, was that? Oh, Jeff was Sophia Lillis. Oh yeah, yes. she's the lady from It. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last place was Emily Browning, which is fine because that was the wild card, and we all kind of thought it sucked. So <laughs> you did it, guys. You picked the right ones. Thanks to uh, yeah. thanks to Tanner McBride, uh, Queso El Diablo, for uh, saying to check out the podcast with the hashtag All Hail Mayor Matt. That's the <laughs> official hashtag of the podcast. Thank you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, all hail Mayor hashtag all hail Mayor Matt if you want to talk about the show uh, thanks to Thomas Sobiak for saying uh, their favorite Fermi Paradox solution is that advanced space races uh, just like don't want to interfere with primitive races like ours because uh, it would interfere with our advancement yeah that kind of fucks me up if I think about it for too long like the, the whole <laughs> Star Trek uh, like yeah. non first interference yeah that's yeah. I mean, that that seems very likely, but is also really fucking terrible, especially because we're kind of killing ourselves a lot, and yep. yeah. if yep. you can help, you should, please. <laughs> uh, thanks to Sugar High for retweeting a fave of our episode 111 on guitar porn. Uh, I made the tweet for that one very angry, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not that mad. Uh, Alrighty, well... Yeah, thanks everyone for for uh, getting in touch with us. I I think we have a small community, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's the best community online. So you guys yeah, are great. Co-signed. You you guys really make it worth doing this podcast. I'm not gonna lie. A couple of times I've thought like, so when are we gonna stop doing this? But <laughs> the only reason that I wouldn't is because there are people who genuinely love it. So. The only reason that you wouldn't. <laughs> I yeah. think every week, how how have we not stopped doing this? I know, we're the, me too. We're the three. We're the three least motivated people on the face of the planet. That's There's no reason true. we should have done 113 episodes of an hour and a half long podcast <laughs> about a website we hate. Here's the yeah. thing, though. I think our apathy is our saving grace here because it's already on the calendar. So it's like. Yeah, okay, I guess. That's really might as did. well. Yeah, that really <laughs> signed us in for life on that one. Oh, it's uh, great. It's great. I like talking to you guys, so fuck you. It is I guess. fun. <laughs> it is fun yeah, to I think do it's therapeutic. Show. It is fun to do the show. Also, have we been doing this for two years now? More than two years, um, yes. I think more than two. Yeah. Yep. A hundred episodes is two years. 104 would you, be two years. Well, well yeah, if we release one every week, which we did not. Yeah, we've skipped some, but like we <laughs> celebrated our second. We, yeah. c- we celebrated our second anniversary, I think, on January 6th. Yes. God damn. How? Jesus Christ. I can't believe we're still doing this show. <laughs> All right, let's not spiral I'm... down into this now. <laughs> okay, sorry. 
I'm more than two and a half years into creepypasta, and that's crazy because I don't even like creepypastas. <laughs> you have to tell I don't like, I don't like horror things in general. I still don't like, like our shows. <laughs> yeah, I don't even. I don't like to go to horror movies by myself because they're too scary. Yeah. How did I do this? <laughs> but somehow we keep on doing it, and it's because we think you guys are great. So thank yes. you guys so much for listening and for spreading the word about us. We really appreciate it, and we'll be we'll be back next week. But until then, keep your pockets on Shrek. Please, for the love of Bigfoot, do not read the comments. <laughs> Hang in there, baby. What, what, what? Way up north in a house that's new There were four of us, me or Bigfoot and you From your ankle up, I'd say you sure sweet I'm that down, you just too much feet. Oh, your feet's too big. Don't want you cause your feet's too big. Can't use you cause your feet's too big.